Listeners, I know we all love to clink clink, but maybe you're looking to clink clink and cut back. You know what I mean? Are you looking to cut back on alcohol this year? Well, recess is a great tool to assist you because recess mocktails are 0% alcohol made with real fruit, only 25 calories or less, sweetened with agave, infused with functional ingredients, and they taste just like your favorite cocktails, just without the alcohol. I love the Recess Paloma because I love the ritual of pouring myself a lovely drink to unwind. I love doing that every night. I think it's essential. Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails is my go-to to go chill. So get 15% off Recess Mocktails now at takearecess.com slash clink. And you too can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Clink, clink. Fun fact, listeners. Actually, not so fun fact. Did you know we're eating and drinking roughly a credit card's worth of plastic a week? Yep, that's right. The products we're using every day are ultimately contaminating our water supply, generating hundreds of microplastics that we end up ingesting. So Blue Land set out to do something about it by eliminating the need for single-use plastics in the products we reach for the most. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful, cohesive design that look great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Refills start at just $2.25. You can even set up a subscription or buy in bulk for additional savings. It's really a game changer because it's such a space saver in my crazy life. No more bulky bottles of liquid filling up my cabinets and my Costco cart. I love it. And you will love this. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this. blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. That's blueland.com slash clink to get 15% off. Hi, and welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. I am Tabitha. Give me Dateline, White Wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like White Wine, True Crime, and In Bed by Nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are Housewives of True Crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. Mm-hmm. This is exciting, Tab. By the time people are listening to this, I'm on an airplane back to California. We've just seen Justin Bieber live and in person. Gosh. I hope you got get all personal with him. He calls you. He probably is going to call you up to the stage. He's going to call me personally up to the stage yeah. by my first name. Yeah. Let's, you know, manifest that. I've already thought about it. I'm, I'm like, sure you have. Somebody I know <laughs> knows him and is going to at least say, give me a shout out or something, right? Or okay. No. <laughs> okay. I mean, this girl can dream. Right. Well, you know, I got a spray tan in preparation for this. Yes. And I'm looking kind of funky. I wear my underwears during the spray tan. You okay, know? so 
I do too. And here's the thing about that. When you put a bathing suit on, which I know you're not putting a bathing suit on this weekend, but uh, no, it doesn't work. You know, it's it's like you have to go butt naked to get a spray tan that really actually. Okay. Well, if I ever wear a non-granny bathing suit, then I'll go butt naked. Okay. But that's not happening anytime soon. I cannot wait to take you to Fort Worth. Oh, yes. But I did want to tell you. So at the spray tan place, the uh, young lady told me that I said that it was kind of embarrassing. The reason I was there was because I was going to a Justin Bieber concert. It's not embarrassing. That's what she said. She said he's cool. That he, he was embarrassing cool. a couple years ago, but he's cool now. And she's <laughs> like 20. Okay. So I, he's not cool to my daughter, who's 12. Yeah. I tried to give the Justin Bieber shirt that you gave me to her because yeah. it's too small for me. And she was like, uh, no, mom, are you kidding me? I'm never wearing that. So then I said, well, fine, your friends will wear it. So I tried to give it to her friends and they were like, uh, sorry, Mrs. Kane. Uh, we don't really like Justin Bieber. I'm like, oh, I don't like you. No, just right? kidding. They get their peaches somewhere else, not in Georgia. <laughs> it's right? not in Georgia. And it's yeah. Not. Well, um, you know, it's I can't wait to do the people watching. That's my favorite because I'm really interested to see if it's a bunch of um, old ladies like ourselves or if it is a younger crowd. Uh, I think it's going to be mixed. Okay, we'll see. I, well, actually, I think it's going to be people in their 20s. So I got my hair done this weekend and I was setting up our text message string and I was like, hey, how do you spell believers? You know, I want to make sure it was right. And she said to me, do not even tell me you're going to the Justin Bieber concert. I was like, oh yeah, I am. Uh -huh. She's 25 or 26. I don't know. She's like in their 20s. She could not believe it. She was so jealous. So yeah, I think it'll be about you know, 20 something year olds. Okay. And us. Okay. And us. So we might awesome. look like the moms that forgot their kids at home. Yeah, totally. We're going to look like that. And <laughs> we're going to the Fort Worth and I cannot wait. I got boots. Yeah. We're also going to the big D in Dallas and doing both. So she's going to get a taste of the country and the glitz and glamour. Oh. You're getting it all this weekend in two days. Gretchen's not even less here than for 48 days. hours. Yeah, less than two days. Um, And we're not going to have a meetup, but we will in August because she's coming back the last weekend in August. And it is all about Housewives of True Crime at that time. So, you guys, if you live in or around Dallas, Oklahoma, anywhere close or want to drive a little bit far or even fly in. Uh, there's a podcast, um, true crime podcast show coming to Dallas, um, I think the last weekend in August. So yeah, should be fun. it should be fun. I just had a morning of orthodontic appointments. You guys all know what that's like. And, you know, my son has that expander and you have to turn it with a key. Yeah. Right. And yeah. The orthodontist says you need to turn it three times a week. Well, I, I mean, I can barely remember to brush my teeth three times a week. Just kidding. I do that every day. But, you know, I am not very good at doing this turning key thing. So yeah, I suck at that. I get in trouble every time by the orthodontist. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, ma'am, 
are you remembering to turn this key or are you turning it backwards? <laughs> You're like, that's it. Turning it backwards. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not that dumb, but I just don't do it. So anyways, I got a lecture. Yeah. You should set an alarm on your phone, maybe. Okay, so that's what my husband says. Yes, you're right, Gretchen. Is that how you get shit done? Well, I don't get shit done. I get the lecture from my kid's speech teacher. Oh, yeah. It's actually passive aggressive. The kids come home and they're like, the teacher said if we did more work, we'd get two stickers. No. I'm like, well, if you didn't have so much other work, I would do speech a lot more. Right. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I can't wait to hear what you're speaking about today. Oh, listen. This is a good one. I can't wait. I know you told me it's uh, more messy than Johnny Depp. That's right. At least <laughs> Which, as messy. I don't know if it's possible to even be as messy, but yeah, cannot yeah. wait to hear. Okay, Tabby, today's case... I would classify as fraud, but this time the fraud doesn't really involve any stolen monies per se, just like a whole lot of false statements. I stumbled upon this case on YouTube randomly and went down the rabbit hole because this guy is quite the YouTube sensation. And let me tell you, I'm here for all of it. So let me tell you about the Jeremy DeWitt Jeremy is from Central Florida, Orlando area. Don't know a whole lot about his upbringing, but I do know about something that was very pivotal that happened to him when he was just turned 18. So Jeremy was in a police explorers program. Apparently, they gave him some sort of badge for being in the program and like he was all about it. He couldn't wait to join the actual police academy, but he had to wait until he was 19. That's how old you have to be to join the academy. He was so into being a police officer, though, that he tricked out his Dodge shadow with the police lights and extra antennas, you know? Yes, I do know. I know people like that. And I see them driving down the road. I don't actually know them personally, but you, yeah. know, you see that going on. It creeps me the F out. Yeah, it's a little extra, right? <laughs> a little. It's like yeah. weird. Yeah, it's weird. Okay. So usually you would imagine that someone that is so into being a future officer of the law wouldn't make a hobby out of, you know, breaking it. Not in Jeremy's case, though. He had some scam going that involved prepaid gas cards. And one day when he found himself in a pickle because his gas card scam wasn't working for him and he had already put in 14 bucks worth of gas in his vehicle. So he went inside and flashed his Explorer's badge from his little program. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And told the clerk, like, not to worry about that 14 bucks because he was PD and so he was good for it. Well, if he would have gotten together the 14 bucks and squared up with the gas station, that would have been real smart of him. But I'll tell you right now, he's he's like not smart. Okay. Okay. And so they ended up filing a police report that he impersonated a police officer. 
He had given the gas station attendant his real ID, so the police found him right away. And apparently they already suspected him and the whole prepaid gas card scheme that was going on. And so Mm -hmm. he was in a lot of trouble. And also because they found a unloaded revolver and a bunch of ammo in his wannabe cop car, he was in like double trouble. So all those charges ended up getting him 22 months in prison. And that's, you know, sucks, right? But what probably sucked more for Jeremy was that since he was convicted of impersonating a police officer, which is a third-degree felony, that meant he could never be a real cop. Yeah. So he was released from prison in 2003 and found himself right back in the slammer in 2004. Somehow, in that short period of time, he managed to convince a family that what their 15-year-old daughter needed to get her act together. Well, I shouldn't say daughter. Actually, she was like the niece. But she was having some troubles and she was living with them. Okay. Okay. He told them what she needed to get it together was a little boot camp. The thing about Jeremy is that in addition to impersonating a police officer, he is also into what they call stolen valor, which means he acts like he was in the military, which he he never was. Yeah. So I have heard multiple people act like this. Yeah. It's funny. There's all these like videos of him, which I'm going to get into later. But um, he is I've watched tape after tape of him where he's like, I was at Fort Bragg, 1st Division One Battalion, blah, blah, blah. Like he knows all the terminology. It's so crazy. He studies it. So he knows it. You know, it's like. Yeah. A thing. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't he just join the military to actually be it? I don't know. Too hard? Too difficult? I don't know. Good question. Mm -hmm. Okay, so the stolen valor thing, it really, I mean, it really pisses people off. It's no bueno. Dude, I can't imagine. You're like, "Uh, I actually was in it, so let's not. Yeah, not a cool thing to lie about, dude. Okay. So, anyhow... This whole situation with the young girl boot camp is real messy. What happened was, according to this young girl, she was staying with her aunt, who apparently was, like, sleeping with Jeremy. And Jeremy and his brother were also renting a room from her. So Jeremy made this girl for the boot camp thing cut off her long hair, which was, like, down to her butt wear khakis and a white t-shirt to school every day. And then she says one day he got her drunk and they had a non-consensual sexual encounter, a.k.a. he raped her. Mm -hmm. I mean, back up for just a second. How crazy is that, that they are just like, apparently he would like wake her up at four o'clock in the morning and be like, we got to go do PT, physical training. Stop it. So crazy. Okay. So she told her aunt, like, your boyfriend raped me. And the aunt did not believe her. 
And thankfully, when she told her mother, who for some reason was in another state, she did believe her, which is what led to Jeremy being eventually convicted of sexual battery with a minor and serving four years. Okay, so side note, Jeremy's brother was busted for trying to procure sex with a minor in a sting operation in 2013, like one of those, like Chris Hansen style, you know, come meet a 15-year-old and we're going to film it kind of things. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it like runs in the family. Right. Okay, so while Jeremy was out of prison in 2005, he met a woman named Rania while he was working at a cell phone store. And by the way, he told people when he was working there that he was working as an undercover officer to catch cell phone thieves. Oh, in jail. No, he got out of jail. Yeah. Like fast forward to 2005. He's working at a cell phone store and he tells people (laughs) it's an undercover gig. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. So Rania also worked at the mall, and she apparently bought this bullshit, okay? She had just immigrated from to our country, the U.S. of A., from Egypt at the time. So I just kind of give Rania the benefit of the doubt that she just didn't know how stuff worked. Right. Anyways, the thing that people say about Rania and Jeremy is that Rania comes from a culture where... It's just less likely for women to really question men. Mm -hmm. And so that's perfect for Jeremy, right? (laughs) Because he lies a lot and doesn't want, you know, to be questioned about it. So he met his match with Rania and they got married. And Jeremy started a business with his brother. The business is called Metro State Services. They fancied themselves a funeral escort service and private security company, though they are only actually licensed for the funeral escort part. So this was new to me. I had no idea that funeral escorting is big business. I I, pretty... Did you? I've seen it. Well, you see a lot of... I thought they were just like retired cops, right? Or just like off-duty cops. Yeah, Yeah, I pretty much thought that real police handled those and that they didn't happen that often. Hmm. Not the case, I guess. In fact, my husband actually just told me the funeral that he went to for a coworker's spouse that there were police escorts. So why do they have police escorts for a funeral? I don't know. I mean, this particular man was a very fine, nice gentleman. There's no, I can't think of anything, any, you know, He's not associated with, like, anything shady, but he's not, like, a government official. Like, there's no particular reason. It's just, uh, I think maybe it's just a status thing at this point. I don't know. I don't know. But apparently that it's it's a thing. Okay. Okay, so I will give it to Jeremy. I mean, I guess business-wise, he built up this business from a single, motor- a single motorcycle to having a whole fleet of 18 motorcycles along with cars. And he, you know, I think made a decent living for himself and Rania Mm -hmm. for a minute. The problem with his escort business is the way in which he operated it. Him and his crew all dressed 
like police officers. They wore badges that looked like police badges. They had lights and police-looking decals on their vehicles, but that in itself is not illegal. What was illegal was the way in which they ran the funeral processions, like driving 100 miles an hour towards oncoming traffic. Directing traffic. Yeah, there's countless videos of him driving, like, on the wrong side of the road, on his motorcycle, through traffic. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Directing traffic on the street. He's not, you're not, you cannot just get out and, like, point people where to go. You have to be a police officer to do that. (laughs) I see sometimes people do that, though. I've seen it before. Well, I think you got to be, like, Caltrans or police (laughs) officer. Caltrans in California, but yeah. Yeah, okay. Textrans. Yeah, whatever. Whatever, Arizona trans. Yeah. He was not allowed to do that. He also was not allowed to pull people over at all. But he did. He would pull over people who might have, like, inadvertently found themselves in the procession of cars. And when he did this, Jeremy wasn't big into actually saying, like, hey, sir, please go around. There is a funeral procession coming through. Mm -hmm. Like, something like that. He took this approach. Come on, man. Get out of the fucking way. I got to deal with this fucking idiot. Move. Sit tight, sir. Please don't continue. Hey, fuck boy. Hey, piece of shit. Fuck boy. Mother fuck. Fuck boy. Go. Cars go. I got this shit. Let's fucking go. Okay. So how'd you like that? Fuck boy. I haven't heard, like, I don't hear a lot of people using that. Well, I could not imagine if I got pulled over by somebody I thought was a police officer and they were like, hey, fuck boy. Well, some people question him a lot, like, because his lights were purple. Because he's not, (laughs) you're not illegally allowed to have like red lights. You know what? Let me tell you something. Yeah. In my boat, in um, Arizona, when we were at Lake Havasu, we have inside of our boat are kind of like um, these LED lights and they're blue because our boat is blue. And we got pulled over because they said you cannot have blue lights. Oh, blue or yeah. red because they look like you're a police officer. Oh, so it's a thing some places. Oh, yeah, it's a thing. But it is. I mean, if I saw a, a motorcycle with a siren on, I mean, if they had purple, like I would still probably pull over, right? Yeah, I would. I, I would think they were something. Well, you know, that's the thing. That's a scary thing because people have done that and then, you know, done bad things to people. Yes, which is why it's like a real big, it's apparently a class three felony to impersonate a police officer. Yes. I, well, I think it probably should be. Yeah. So anyways, he managed to get a bunch of employees that enjoyed, you know, power tripping on people um, that in reality they had no power over to behave like him, too. They they also wore radios that weren't connected to anything. (laughs) Thank God. They're like playing like superhero. Yeah, just the official look of it. Just dressed like Captain America and walked around. Well, Jeremy always argues stuff like he wears a badge and he has different symbols on the, you know, the uniforms, pins and such. And he's like, but this is different than Florida County. Like, I have no idea what the 
police badge looks for our Orange County where I live. Like, I see a badge. I think you're law enforcement or something. Like, I, I don't pay attention to details. Yeah, same. Yeah. But we should. But we also we sh- should because we're we in should. the business we're right. in. But yes, okay. Right. Okay. Okay. So they also carried handcuffs, which they have no authority to handcuff anyone. <laughs> okay. But let me tell you, my favorite thing about Jeremy's employees is the nicknames. Jeremy's nickname was Motor One because like, duh, he's the number one motorcycle guy. Okay. But, right? Mm-hmm. His brother's nickname was Sting, which is ironic because I just told you about how he got busted in that like pedophile Sting, yeah. right? <laughs> and the other ones I could find were Photo, Slide, Recycle, Star, Blackmail, and Egg Roll. Egg Roll? Like, yeah, poor Egg Roll. His name is just not tough sounding at all like the other ones. And also he was Asian. So I just think that was like culturally insensitive, Jeremy. Right? Well, I hope he chose it. But if not, yeah. I mean, yeah, what the hell? That's not, like, that's, not that's cool. Not, not cool. Okay. So there is evidence that the reason why Jeremy's Metro State Services business was initially so successful was because he gave a kickback to the funeral directors in town that gave him a referral. Yeah, I think that happens all the time, but it's just so nauseating, right? Right. I mean, I know that's how stuff works, but taking advantage of people in the position of just losing someone is so... Ugh. Yeah. Right? Right. So that this company will give you $200 or something. It's like crazy. Yeah. So in Jeremy's mind, it's all working out for him. He's getting to power trip on people and make the money, but it wasn't enough. Right. He took himself to the Ashley Madison website. We talk about Ashley Madison a lot. Okay. If you don't know, it's the website where cheaters go to find each other. We talk about it so much. I was curious if it still existed, and it does. Well, we talked about it a lot a couple years ago, but I feel like we haven't. We've talked about OnlyFans more nowadays than Ashley Madison. But yes, I just thought maybe they got sued enough or something to get shut down. But I don't know. They're still in business. The website says life is short. Have an affair. <laughs> um, by the way, Balls. it reminds me of that hair coloring thing too that I always hear. Oh yeah, what's that called? Something Madison also. Uh-huh. It's not Madison, called Ashley. Madison Reed. Oh, Madison Reed. Yeah. Okay. Yes. One's Ashley. Yeah. Okay. Life's short. Have an affair. Life's short. Have an affair. If you want to be murdered. Yeah. Or your wife to cut your balls off. Yeah. You have heard me talk about my language learning skills with Rosetta Stone, and I'm telling you, I'm getting really good at it. I learned a little bit of Japanese before we went to Japan last year, and I really love the French language. So I'm learning French at the moment. Bonjour, bonsoir. I'm even getting a little bit of the accent down. Not very good, but I'm I'm getting there. And with Rosetta Stone, it makes it so easy. I download it on my phone. I learn it in the car. It is awesome. You can do it on your desktop, wherever you find it convenient. They are there for you. And 
They have 25 languages, you guys, that you can use. And right now they are giving a lifetime membership for 50% off. So you can learn as many languages as you want for your entire life, which is amazing. And the best part is it starts off, you know, with just words and then phrases and then sentences. And then you should be able to have a conversation with somebody that also knows the language, which is you know, my entire goal. So don't put off learning that language. There is no better time than right now. Seriously, get started before your summer vacay. The, our listeners get 50% off the lifetime membership. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem it today at rosettastone.com forward slash today. Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert bill portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors LLC Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities LLC member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. I mean, right? we always say it's probably not really the right way to go. Not the way Bad to go. things happen. Trust Bad me. Bad things do happen. Yeah. So on the Ashley Madison, he met a woman named Jennifer Burton. They went and hooked up in a hotel room. Jeremy, of course, told Jennifer that he was in the special forces in the military and something about him being a state agent. And that's why he carries a gun. Anyways, she ended up doing what any of us girls would do when something doesn't ring true. And that is, you know, she Googled his ass. She Googled. I mean, she waited till like after she slept with him. No, you got to Google before you even go on the date. Yeah. Well. She found out he was a registered sex offender. Oh, right? yeah. Because he was, no, remember? The whole yep. sexual battery thing. Okay. And she knew that that meant she wasn't, he wasn't supposed to have a gun. And he was probably lying about the police and the military stories he was telling her. So she decided to file a police report. But the police didn't do anything about her initial report. So she decided to, like, wire herself up. And go out with him again and again and again for 11 months. She just recorded him all the time. It gets real messy. So she knew he was married, a sex offender, a bullshitter, but she kept it going and going while she blackmailed him by telling him 
that she would tell the funeral homes that he was a sex offender if he didn't give her money. Mm. And like she admits all this. Mm -hmm. It seems kind of weird to me that they were sleeping together while she was blackmailing him. Seems like a real unusual relationship. (laughs) I think that relationship actually happens more than you would think it would. Well, it was working for them until she discovered that he was hooking up with another side chick. Okay. This woman's name was Jessica Bolden. Okay, so he's married and then still hooking Uh up with two people now. Yes. So he's got three. Yes. Okay. So somehow Jessica had fallen under Jeremy's spell to the point that she went into business with him. She must have had good credit or something. And he was like, I got to take advantage of that. (laughs) So he was expanding the Metro State Services to Mm -hmm. emergency services. Side note, he actually got a gig at like a WWE. Doing what? Security? Like being that, you know how they always have like an ambulance on call. Oh, my gosh. So there's footage of him like, you know, walking somebody out. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. Okay. Okay. So he needed this Jennifer Bolden because legally, for some reason, he couldn't put the emergency services part of the business in his name. So he got this chick to put like ambulances and whatever other emergency services entails in her name, in addition to sleeping with her. Well, Jennifer... Okay, felt some kind of way about this new relationship. And so she decided to file another police report with all the dirt that she had been gathering on Jeremy. And she also started stalking this Jessica Bolden. Well, Jessica decides maybe she had not made the wisest of business decisions regarding her involvement with Jeremy. And so she dissolved her LLC for Metro State emergency services like she got she got out right yeah good wise move okay right at this time a couple of factors were in play so jennifer's mad at as hell and she's hounding the police to do something about him like she wants him fried for something He says that she also, in addition to calling the police, she called the FBI and said that he was smuggling guns in from Egypt. So, I mean, I don't he everything that he says is a lie, but I don't think he would make that up. No. And the other factor is some members of the community were complaining about these Metro State guys that they were having run ins with. Right. I mean, you heard the tape. It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. So the police busted him impersonating a police officer during one of his funeral processions. So he's working a procession and he got his ass arrested. And the best part of this arrest was that Jeremy was wearing a body cam, you know, because that's what the real cops wear. Okay. A working one? Oh, yeah. Tab. Oh, Oh, yeah. So... They watch the footage. (laughs) That's how we see him driving on the wrong side of the road and yelling at people. Oh, my gosh. They watch all the footage. Oh, yeah. 
They could not wow. believe how much incriminating evidence Jeremy had just handed over to them. What an idiot. So in Florida, they have this Freedom of Information Act. And we so just, it makes it real easy for you to get your hands on footage. We just talked about that. Yes. Like you can find you can request police interviews or like like whatever, uh, yeah. you know, any kind of arrest. So this YouTube channel, Real World Police, got a hold of Jeremy's body cam footage and edited it down and posted it. They don't take too kindly to police impersonators. Oh, I, I wonder why. Right? The footage was initially posted two years ago, and last time I checked, it had 6.7 million views. Whoa. That's a lot, right? The YouTube world went bananas digging up info on, like, who is this police impersonator, Jeremy DeWitt guy? People started a Jeremy DeWitt fan club page on Facebook. The fan club part is sarcastic, obviously. (laughs) And also, obviously, I joined. (laughs) Of course you did. And you're going to be there for like five years and then you're going to give me an update. (laughs) Yeah, I will. Yeah, totally. Um, it's super fascinating. It's full of tea about Jeremy, Jeremy's numerous arrests over the years. I mean, there's so many. And is he still doing this? He would be, but he's not free right now. Okay. So Jennifer Burton also posts, she's still involved with him. She posts crazy videos on YouTube periodically and then takes them down. And Does then, she make money on this YouTubing? I don't think so. She's huh. got an. She's. I'll tell you. She's got an end game. I'll tell you about it at the end of the episode. Okay. okay. So these people on the Facebook group are like doing God's work by saving these videos that go up for a short period of time and then posting them to the group <laughs> so they can just live on forever. You know, and it's private, so you have to join to. See. Yeah, you have to join. But I mean, okay. if I can get in, I'm sure they're not exclusionary, right? Just like Housewives, a true crime group is. Private. Yeah, you just. So yeah, you, you just. As long as out. you're not selling like flat belly tea, and posting it, then they'll let you in, right? Okay, that's just like a, us. That's pretty much our requirement. Yeah. <laughs> Although, if it does work, I'll buy it. Yeah, then just DM us. Don't. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, with Jeremy's new internet phenomenon status, he decided to try to defend himself by going on the Dr. Phil show along with his lawyer. Okay. So, let me me just explain. I kind of get why he wanted to defend himself. I mean... People were really the stolen valor thing got like his vehicles were getting um, vandalized and stuff like that. Like this really turned into a big deal, which is so crazy, right? Just because they posted these videos on YouTube. Right. Okay. So he decides to go on Dr. Phil along with his lawyer, which, by the way, he didn't say it on the Dr. Phil show, but I've seen interviews. He calls his lawyer Big Papa. No. That just just skews me out, right? What okay, does he well, say? hey, Big Papa, is he kind of a funny guy? No, he wears shirts that are too tight, and he's a ginger. Okay, okay, 
Not but that not, there's anything not, wrong with being a ginger. I mean, no, Harry I mean, all day, but Harry. yeah, right. But I'm just saying he's like just so you can picture it. Yeah. Okay, so it did not go for well so well for him on Doctor Phil, right? I mean, we've talked about this before. If truth telling is not your strong suit, it's probably not a good idea to go on Doctor Phil. No, Doctor Phil dedicated a whole episode and it was half of it is Dr. Phil, you know, with like his fingers on his head and his eyes closed, giving like a long sigh, (laughs) you know, where he puts his head down. Yes. Yes. So he gave Jeremy a polygraph, which actually was Jeremy's idea, Phil said. Okay. Okay. So of course it's like the, the, polygraph expert of all experts, right? The most legit person out there. And he just asked him if he's ever impersonated a police officer and he failed like big time. Like He said no? He said no. Yeah, he says no. He has a defense. Like he he says that it's like he was really a police officer? <laughs> no. His defense? He just says he has never impersonated a police officer that he just is a funeral escorter. Okay. But I mean, it, it really got broken down to, like, my favorite part of the episode is where Jeremy asked Dr. Phil what he would want if someone interfered with the funeral procession of his beloved wife, Robin. Dr. Phil responded with telling him, that question is the clumsiest attempt at deflection on this show I have ever seen. Like, please, Jeremy, don't be talking about people's wives dying, okay? Right. Okay, seriously. And that if he lost his wife, he wouldn't give two shits. And he literally said shits, which I've never heard him say on the show, right? Yeah. Yeah. He wouldn't give two shits what cars interfered with her funeral procession. Right? Right. So that's what it comes down to. Jeremy just takes himself and the funeral procession so seriously And Phil just hit the nail on the head that no one in that unfortunate position really cares if a random car inadvertently gets in the procession of cars. It really has no effect on them. But if they have to learn that the company that they hired to, you know, organize this procession made a scene about a car inadvertently getting in the way, I imagine it's just like nauseating to them. Mm -hmm. Like, just let it go. Wave them on. Whatever. So Dr. Phil did offer to get Jeremy help for his narcissism, but I'm pretty sure he didn't take him up on that offer. I'm sure he didn't. Yeah. Jeremy's life basically imploded since his appearance on Dr. Phil in March of 2021. His wife, Rania, called the police after she says he threw a cell phone at her head. The aftermath of all this plays out from the ring cam at his house. So you see them yelling at each other from the front porch, which again, Florida, you can get your hands on this shit. Okay. Yeah. He starts losing his shit. What are you doing, Rania? He's just yelling and screaming at her. At one point he says, I'm going to start killing everybody. He's like, this is my life. This is my life. I mean, it's scary. So I'm not sure exactly why he wasn't arrested 
when the police showed up that day, but he wasn't. But not long after that, he was out with his girlfriend, Jennifer. And they got into an altercation and like he slammed her foot in the door or something. And at this point, he was actually out on bond for a variety of police impersonating charges. And so they arrested him and revoked all his bonds at that point. Mm -hmm. But like a month later, the judge did let him out in order to dissolve his business. So he had to like wear like an ankle monitor, you know, like whatever. Yeah. So he put everything up for sale. And I mean everything. You can go on eBay and get yourself a genuine Metro State patch or badge, the whole uniform. You can also find how much is it? <laughs> the patches start at $20. I might buy one. You can even, Jeremy's got a gently used uh, neck massager. Oh, I mean, everything. I mean, I just checked it. Okay. He's got everything up there. He's got everything's up how there. Long everything's in, for sale. How long is he in jail for? Okay. So he was taken into custody again and he was sentenced to 22 months for police impersonation which he will be done serving in January 2023. So, so soon. Yeah, soon. So as far as I can tell, he's still married to Rania and is still with Jennifer. He's so messy. Okay, so Jennifer posted an ultrasound like a couple months back claiming that she's pregnant with his child. Have you seen, did you Facebook no. stalk her or anything? No. Yeah, no, I don't. I think it just is like one of those things that just went away. Oh. Okay. So there is another kind of bizarre twist to this story. So there is this sergeant, Keith Fiddler, who arrested Jeremy for charges that Jeremy has now pleaded guilty to. And somehow Keith Fiddler was fired for wrongful arrest. This is also messy and ongoing, but what Vidler is basically saying is that he uncovered some members of the Orange County Sheriff's Department that were connected to Jeremy. Like, I'm assuming maybe Jeremy bribed them, but I don't know exactly what that means. Anyways, it's super bananas. He was terminated after 33 years of law enforcement because of how he handled Jeremy, but he's suing the department and I wish him the best. So the reason why I am really kind of perplexed by this is I watched, again, it's Florida. Everything can be put online and they have. I watched his three-part interrogation on YouTube mm -hmm. and he seems like an honest police officer to me. He seems like he had just cause every time he arrested Jeremy. He never loses a shit. He doesn't seem like an egomaniac. Yeah. I, I don't. So that is going to be interesting. I don't know if they got some corrupt shit going on in the right. Orange County of Florida, but I think I'm going to follow the Keith Fiddler thing. That's why I have to stay in the Facebook group so I know what happens, Tab. Yeah, that's true. Okay. So Jennifer posted a video to YouTube like three months ago, about her visit with Jeremy. Like, 
it's just her talking with like a still picture that looks like it has one of those Snapchat filters on it that gives you like freckles and eyelashes. Yeah. And she just talks about going through security and, you know, you have to make sure your dress isn't too short and stuff like that. I mean, it's pretty boring. And then there was no mention of her being pregnant. So, like, I mean, I don't know what's up with that. I don't get it. Um, According to Reddit, Jennifer is trying to sell a documentary about her police impersonating boyfriend. Um, There's a website for this said documentary. It's pretty weak. I do think there needs to be a documentary made about Jeremy, but I I think someone other than Jennifer needs to be the movie maker. (laughs) I would probably think so. Right? So that's it. I mean, really, so still married to Rania. Still in the clink. Still has this Jennifer chick posting, you know, weird shit. Still has all his shit up for sale. He's for sure going to be impersonating police officers in 2023. So be ready, guys. He'll do something He'll do something else that will be some kind of power trippy. He's not like the kind of guy that can just work at Trader Joe's, right? have a job, which he, you know, he should. And he's going to have a hard time getting a job because he's, you know, it's hard for felons. Yeah, it is. Uh, Maybe he needs to go into construction or something where he can take out his, en- you know, his oh, anger. Oh, like a hammer. Yeah, like with a hammer and, Jackhammer you know. Even. That That is, like, where he's, like, pretty anal retentive about details. And, you know, the best construction guys are are like that. 100%. Really into details. Like, my husband yeah. is very good at construction. My husband? My, not your husband. Fuck, no. My husband. Well, let me tell you something. My husband has been real good at it lately. He is so meticulous in... detail. He sees everything that is off and then he doesn't particularly fix it himself, but he has Yeah. What I would agree with you about that, about your husband, he can spot it. Yeah. My husband just, my husband just spots it and redoes it himself. Yeah. Yeah. Me, I don't spot it and I don't fix it because I don't spot it, but it also doesn't bother me because I don't notice. I'm like, yeah, I don't care. Oh, you guys, Change the color of your house. I didn't even, I didn't even see, I didn't even recognize it. I mean, unless it's yellow, I don't really notice. Like <laughs> my you. house got painted yellow. Every time you pull in. Ay, ay, ay. Well, that was a good one. And that's two weeks in a row with no murder. That's just crazy. Yeah. Um, I was just directed to do a serial killer case. Oh, okay. Which one are you going to do? Because I was too. And actually, I should say this because I was kind of messaging back and forth with the listener. Oh, um, which gosh, one is I wish it? I could think of. I wish I could think of your name. Her, she's a Patreon member. Oh, too. well, this might be the same one. What what case is it? Okay, so I was thinking about doing the Green River Killer because I I, I travel to Washington a lot, and that all happened in Washington. And so I was like, oh yeah, that would give me suggestions because she's from the Pacific Northwest area okay. too. Okay, no, this is different. So we're not going to do the same case. Okay. And I don't know when I'm going to do it. So I did read a book and watch a movie and I was about to get into some more intense stuff. And I just, it's it's so 
dark. It's a lot. So that is the thing with serial killers, I think, for us. we don't To condense do it to one hour, like, I need to really get ahead of my game so I can really put a lot into it. Yes, but it's also a lot to research, and it's hard. I think it's just a lot of the times, I think, with serial killers is that you learn more about the serial killer themselves and less about the victim, right? Because serial killers have deep issues that mostly result in something that happened to them in childhood. So yeah. you learn a lot about who they were and what the, what brought them to kill a person. But there's not a lot of backstory on the victim. And so I don't know. I just I feel like that's kind of where we are like, well, like, do we do we want to talk about serial killers? Well, that you much? know, that gives me know. an idea. Like maybe we just pick one victim and go through that case and then just put it in the context of and he also did it to all these other people. Yeah. This one in particular that I'm doing, I think he went to. Um, well, he I think he's. I think it was one case. I don't know if they did it. I don't I actually I'm not, I haven't. That's a good I idea. I think that's how I'm going to do it. I think that's how I'm going to do it because I've been I, I struggle like how can I tell all these people's story and I can't. But I can yeah, tell one. Can. I can tell one girl's story. And then you can also tell about the serial killer. Yes. Too. OK. Yeah. OK. So you got okay, you guys smart. got like some dark stuff to look forward to. How yeah. exciting. Yeah. If you don't want as much dark stuff, then uh, go to our Patreon. That is uh, a very fun place to listen to us. Patreon.com forward slash Housewives of True Crime. It also uh, supports us and what we do. And we are truly thankful for all our Patreon subscribers. And we do an episode every Thursday and then a bonus episode once a month. And then if you also want to be in our Facebook group, like I said earlier, it's Housewives, a true crime group. It's a private one. So nobody knows that you're messaging in there uh, unless you tell them personally. We are on Instagram. And if you haven't given us a review on Apple or Spotify or wherever you can give a review, please do so. We appreciate it greatly. And I know that by the time you guys listen to this, Gretchen will already have come and gone. But at the moment, she's send me like send prayers, people. I'm going to come back with like little sleep, (laughs) you know, maybe a tinge of a hangover. I have to pick up my kids early from school from the air. I have to go from the airport to pick my kids up from school early. So to get them into the dentist, you You know, let's just, let's, yeah, let's not even talk about that right now. Let's just talk about how fun it is going to be when you get here. And we'll post lots of pictures. I'll try to be very good about social media and about taking, you know, showing you guys our story when we're together. So anyways, I think that's it for today. Clink, clink. Clink, clink.